irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Family Planet 365 with Melina Jackson, only on LA Talk Radio. Happy Friday. Hello, everyone. It's Melina Jackson here, your host for Family Planet 365. I am, again, super happy to be here. It's such a blessing. Thank you for tuning in. Um, how has your week been going so far? I know everybody's like, TGI Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Um, you know, my week, it flew by. I don't, I don't understand why the days are going by super fast. Um, I had a lot on my plate this week, but it's all a blur. I I really can't pinpoint one item that, um, this really stands out for me because it's like, it's all running together. You know, we're really deep in the planning for our summer tour of the preschool fairs. If you want to know more about those, you can go to my preschool fair. Uh, it's actually bit.ly slash my preschool fair. And that'll give you the um, cities that we'll be touring this summer. So a lot of work going into that. And then we have the journal and, you know, getting articles together for that and advertisers. So it's a lot going on. And then, of course, I get to plan my time here with you every Friday at noon Pacific Standard Time. And if you're listening live, kudos to you. You can always listen live on LA Talk Radio and iTunes. iTunes is um, always updated, usually try to get it updated by midnight on Friday. So that way it's ready to go for your Saturday morning workout, right? <laughs> I haven't worked out in a Saturday on a Saturday morning in a while. And I like to get back to doing that. So I'm super excited to be here today because we are going to be discussing manners. Okay. Because remember, like a lot of our conversations, you know, the talks that I've had over the last few weeks, Manners always seem to come up, you know, and the biggest statement that I always make is, you know, if you if your children witness you being a mannerable person and treating people well, then they in turn will be people or children who treat others well. That's like this whole bullying epidemic, you know, um, correct me if I'm wrong, send a an expert to let me know if this is true or not. But everyone talks about bullies. People bully because they're being bullied. So if you are mistreating your child at home, what do you think they're going to do when they go to school? Or if you're just, I mean, I've met some, you know, really, you know, you could just meet like grownups. You're like, they're, that, that's a bully. <laughs> you, I just, I pick up on people. I'm like, I tell my kid, that's a bully. That, that person is a bully. <laughs> and you just kind of keep your distance. But how do you expect the children to be? Because children, the home is the first classroom. You know, we send our children to great schools and, you know, hope that they can be in, they can experience, you know, have a great experience, get a good education, be around great people. But when it all said it, when it's all said and done, it's really about what's going on in the home. So just remember that in your day to day, because it's super simple. I think we are we allow our egos to overcomplicate things and make it, um, you know, deeper than what it really is but the truth of the matter is real simple be nice your children will be nice okay because if they see you doing that that's what they're going to do and that's what we're talking about today we have an etiquette coach here uh, she's a manners and etiquette coach vicky k she's going to be our guest today and we're going to go over some things about you know even dealing with like cultural etiquette you know it, a lot of people there's a lot of different cultures now you back in the day people it wasn't just like a melting pot of different cultures now we're just we're all mixed in and how do we even you know finagle our how do we get around that how do we carry ourselves in different situations when we're in a room with people of different cultures it's not just our you know your your culture or your ethnicity we have to learn how to all get along right so she's going to give us some tips because she's an expert on um, cultural etiquette and how to um, go through this life and be a mannerable person especially with texting and not really we don't really connect anymore um face to face heart to heart eyeball to eyeball and we're gonna we're gonna get deep into that so i'm super excited um thank you so much for the emails about last week's show 
I took the time to read some, you know, a few excerpts of my chapters from the book, You Can't Have It All, and Date Night to How to Reclaim Your Life as a Mom. It's on Amazon. And I got so many, um, you know, heartfelt emails about, you know, thank you so much. It seems that the duck story was really great. Everybody really resonated with that. So, I mean, I know it's one of my favorite examples of just how to not carry burdens of, you know, what people think of you, what's being said about you or, you know, how people treat you. You really just got to let that stuff just roll off your back. And it's really not about like, oh, I'm not a pushover, but it's just really just not taking that victim mentality and knowing that, you know, your life is your responsibility and what you want in this life is totally up to you to get it. And so that was my way of kind of illustrating that, we hold the power at all times. Like no one else owns your power but you. So thank you so much for the feedback. And if you haven't, make sure you follow Family Planet 365 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I'm happy to report that. I don't know if you know this or not, but I don't cross pollinate. So what that means is I use, you remember that term from biology? You should. Um, cross pollination is basically when you, you know, you make one post to Instagram and the same post is on Facebook and Twitter. We don't do that. I feel that each platform, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter has a different audience. So I don't cross pollinate in a sense where what you see on Facebook is what you're going to get on Instagram. Very rare instances that I will do that. Like if I feel like, you know, there's going to be a guest and I want everybody, all, all those platforms to know, then of course we'll do that. But for the, you know, day to day sharing, it's usually different posts. So you don't want to miss out. That's basically what I'm trying to say. So you want to, and plus that that gives you an incentive to follow all the different channels because you never know what's going to pop up on each one because they're not, they're not the same. So again, it's family planet 365. And remember planet and three, the number three, six and five go together because 365 days a year, we celebrate family here. Because Family Planet 365 is the only show that caters to today's modern family to uplift and inspire and let you know that you can have it all, no matter what. Like, no matter what stage of um, parenthood you're in, you can have it all. And it all begins in the mind. And that's why we do a lot of mind talk here and talking about, you know, being empowered and not being a victim. So make sure you tune in now. I just got to, oh my gosh, like I feel so weird, like even sharing this information, but I felt remiss because when I got off the air last Friday, I really took time to read the story and I was like, oh my gosh, I would love to have talked about that last week, but you know, everything works out for a reason. Everything is the way it should be. And maybe it would have just kind of gotten in the way of the message that we, I shared last week and you know, the emails, according to the emails, it was a blessing to people. So that's great. However, I was very heartbroken to find that, um, the Southwest airline, um, passenger, you know, what happened? I know my children had mentioned it earlier that week, but, uh, full disclosure, I don't really follow the news. I let the news find me. And, now I kind of understand why, because it really was a sad story for me. You know, this mom of two wife, um, she had two children on an airline on Southwest Airlines. You know, the engine, you know, the story, the engine broke. And for whatever reason, it shattered a window. She was partially sucked out of the window. Passengers um, worked to pull her out. She was able she didn't fly out of the window, but she was able to be um, restrained, you know, from flying out or getting through the window. But it was just so much trauma that she did die. And I just guys, you know, that and I was having a conversation. I'm like, well, do we sit by the window anymore? Um, Is that something we should do? And I would say, yeah, we can't um, we don't want to be in fear, but. At the same time, it's like we want to make sure that we're safe. And how do you do that, really? You know, it's like um, I I don't know how to feel about that. It was just so sad because this mother of two got on an airplane and she didn't she didn't think that she would fly, partially fly out of the window. Like that's so it's such a freak accident, you know, 
And from what I understand, you know, just reading stories, you know, how they said it was just such pandemonium on the flight. The airline students were going crazy. They were screaming. And that's one of the things I always say, you know, in the Army, they teach the soldiers that you can pretty much survive any situation if you remember to remain calm and think your way through. And I always have this kind of snarky, you know, comment about, you know, TSA make us they make us go through all this, you know, um, rigmarole like to make sure it's, you know, we don't have anything. Check your bags. And I mean, I one time accidentally packed my nair hair remover, and I just remember them like because I forgot it was in there, and we it held us up about twenty minutes, which I'm not complaining, but I'm just like okay. And they finally was like, oh, you have this hair remover, and they just like took it out of the bag. It was a full. <sighs> It was like a fresh container of Nair hair remover and they took it and just threw it away. And I'm like, man, you know, I wish I would have been more aware. I should have paid closer attention because that's just like money down the drain. Right. But I always make these comments like, you know, at the end of the day, if something went down, everybody's just going to go crazy. And one of the things I tell my children is try to remain calm because all of this preparation. Yeah, it's cute. You know, it helps us feel secure. But when something's when something if something really happens, it's going to be everyone for themselves and all this, you know, protocol is going to go out the window. So I just want to share, say that, you know, just in a situation like this, especially with today, I mean, I'm not even going to get into the other stories that have come up, you know, with the Waffle House shooting and um, just craziness, right? Because I don't want this show to, to have that, that vibe. Like we don't focus on current events or, you know, disastrous events or um, murder or death even. But I'm sharing this just to sh- just to share with you that let's just try to remember, like, we don't have to walk around in fear. Um, that's the big thing because, you know, even now it's like, I'm like, oh, you know, you, you don't even know, like, you're in a, a, a public place now, you know, what can go down. But what I would encourage you to do, and I posted this on Instagram, is like, you know, Pray for it, pray over your family, pray over yourself, pray over your children and get life insurance because we did a show about life insurance. And if you haven't listened to that, I encourage you to go back to it. Um, I think it's like episode three of this season and it was with New York Life and you don't have to use New York Life. You can use whoever you need to use, but get life insurance because not saying that, oh, you could be somewhere and there's a massive shooting, but it's just it gives you peace of mind. Like why? you see that what's going on in today's world, why continue to walk around like, Oh, you know, not have your life insured and not make that provision for your family, especially if you're a parent. And I'm most of my listeners are parents because this is family planet three, six, five. So that's my biggest thing. But I really encourage you to just start thinking about your, like your mind and where you are, um, and how would you react in this situation? Because, again, in the Army, they teach that, or in the military, they teach that you can te- typically survive any situation if you l- remember to remain as calm as you can and think your way through it. Think your way through survival or whatever it is you need to do. And I pray that you were never in that situation but just, you know, with what's going on. And I, I, like I said, I, my heart went out to that family because here's a mom just taking a trip. You know, I don't know where she was going, but she never thought that, you know, I'm not going to see my children anymore because you're going to get partially sucked out of an airplane window. That's heartbreaking, guys. So I had to share that because I found out when I got off air last Friday and I was like, I want to talk to my listeners about that. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Family Planet 365. I'm your host, Melina Jackson. And today we are going to be talking about manners, business etiquette, social etiquette, you know, how in, in today's modern world, like how do we even, does it matter that you hold the door for people? I know I do. I enjoy holding the door for people. And I did this speech in my Toastmasters group about, you know, just how you should allow people to help you, you ever are if you're ever um, walking up to a door, like say you're a few feet away and you notice that the person is waiting for you, never run. You don't have to run to hurry there. That's a courtesy to you. And um, that was just um, something that I shared because I noticed a lot of people do that when you you're waiting for them. It's like, I don't want to be a bother. 
but no, it's like, you know, take your time. You don't have to, I mean, you don't walk super slow, but you don't have to hurry because you're being um, an inconvenience. That person is being mannerable. And, you know, a lot of times we don't find that. Today, people are just like, they're on their phones and they're preoccupied and no one's holding the door for you. Or even, this is a simple one, the gas station. If you pull up to the pump and the pump in front of you is available, pull all the way up. So that way, the person behind you can go ahead and get gas. Some people just like, they see the the pump in front of them. They don't even pull all the way up. Ma- ladies and gentlemen, that is a form of manners, okay? that's Manners is basically thinking about others, not before yourself. I don't, I don't believe in that. Like, we could probably talk to Vicky K about that. But it's about being thoughtful, thoughtful. Can you imagine if all of us were more thoughtful, like the energy that would shift on this planet if we just took the time to be more thoughtful? So I'm going to bring on our guests um, after this quick break. You're listening to Family Planet 365. I'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Family Planet 365 with Melina Jackson, only on L.A. Talk Radio. And we're back. Okay, so I'm going to introduce our guest today. Vicki Kay founded Universal Etiquette more than 10 years ago. Universal Etiquette is a business and intercultural etiquette, children's etiquette, intercultural intelligence company. She certified with the Protocol School of Washington, and she is certified by the Etiquette and Leadership Institute in Athens, Georgia. Vicki holds university degrees in teaching languages and literature. Her first profession was a teacher, and later she started interpreting. So she is a international, I suppose. Hi, Vicki. Uh, uh, good afternoon, Melina. How are good you? Good afternoon to your, yes. Good afternoon to your team working on this podcast and good afternoon to your listeners. Thank you for uh, inviting me. Oh, you're welcome. And thanks for that wonderful greeting. I've never had that. Thank you. Vicki. Okay. So Vicki, pronounce your last name for me slowly, please. Yeah. It's Keshishian. Keshishian. So Vicky? Yeah, it's Armenian last name. Okay, Vicky Keshishian. Nice. Okay, because I thank you for sending it phonetically for me. I love phonetic spelling, and I, I think I did pretty good, but I was going to say Keshishian, but it's Keshishian. Nice. That's correct. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad to have you here today and to school us, Vicky, because you know, as well as I know, that times have changed. And you've been in this yeah. business over a decade. So tell me a little bit, Vicki, how did you get into the art of etiquette or the business of being, you know, etic- I guess having great etiquette, if you will? Uh, I think it's because of my background and my education. So I was um, born and raised in multicultural family. And uh, when my, my father is an Armenian, he is a descendant of Armenian genocide survivors, and my mother is Ukrainian. Okay. And when you have cousins who speak and who are Russians or Syrian Armenians or Ukrainians or uh, Armenian Americans, you have to uh, to learn to adapt and to live harmoniously with them. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, became a teacher, and uh, actually I love. Uh, share to share my knowledge and uh, I believe that uh, a teacher goal is not only give academic knowledge but also help the younger generation to navigate the world easier and this is what etiquette is about help to achieve your goals build confidence leadership skills raise your level of emotional intelligence help build better relationships at work and at home so that's why I became a um, etiquette uh, and uh, intercultural con- uh, cultural consultant. Okay, so then it's my passion. I see, because you are natural a natural teacher, and then having grown up in an intercultural household, it all just comes together. That makes great. That makes really total sense. But Vicky, from your experience, what is the biggest challenge, you know, from the clients that you work with that most people face when it comes to interacting with other cultures? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's definitely stereotyping. Mm. 
so we all have some experiences with the people. We, maybe we read a book or we watched a movie or we have a neighbor and we have some experience. Uh, and, uh, and that we have an opinion about it. So what is stereotyping? It's a rigid belief based on selective perception or based on judgment attitude, based on one person without any individuality. So, for example, it's a, all Texans love to eat meat. Is it correct? Of course not. Mm. Maybe this is a general idea, but this is not uh, all truth. So, what to do is we have to be uh, open-minded. We have to be healthy, curious. We have to try to learn new things. We have to test and observe the, our hypothesis. And uh, we have to have willingness to learn about other culture. And I think this is the most important thing. I like that. And, you know, Vicky, being an African-American woman, I can say that a lot of times I find myself in the room and I'm the only one. And mm -hmm. that for a while, that used to just get to me. I'm like, why do I always have to be the only one? And because it is like, you know, it's as you stand out, like you stick out like a sore thumb in that sense. Mm -hmm. And for me, what I had to learn was, you know what? I have to, I, I want to enc I encourage myself to just kind of get settled, settle in and not feel like I have to overperform or, you know, kind of um, sit back, if you will, or not just be myself. And a lot of times, well, not a lot of times, but sometimes you'll find like people make like jokes like, oh, yeah, you're the black woman, you know, and I'm like, why would why do they say that? Because like, yeah. why do we have to even bring up that fact? And, and I start now the older I get, like I would kind of laugh it off. And now with the Me Too movement, you know, people aren't just laughing things off anymore. It's kind of like, you know, when someone says certain things like that, anything dealing with like your ethnicity or skin color. I question like their their integrity. Like why why do you feel like why do you feel the need to say that? You know, yes, of course, because everything is so sensitive right now. And I'm not typically a sensitive person, but it just makes me. It, it says a lot about the person who's calling it out. Is that does that make sense? So yes, exactly. So like, exactly. what do we what do we do in those situations? You know, when it comes to like business etiquette. And you're like the only, like, say, for instance, you might be the only Armenian in the room and someone points it out. Like, do you just giggle yeah, it off? Or? Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so uh, I think that uh, we have to accept the person at its uh, or he, his or her value. Mm -hmm. So this is a person and this is individuality. This is a human, and then comes it's ethnic or religious or uh, re, uh, or uh, other feature. Mm -hmm. So first, accept a person as a person. This is the correct way to interact with other people. Just accept them. Well, I I like that you mentioned re, like you know I one of the things I don't discuss religion or politics because that's the ultimate. Um, when you talk about cultural, just being having cultural etiquette, I think a lot of times that is the big divider, you know, outside of, you know, where you come from. So I, I like that you mentioned that. When we talk about, like, one of the things I like to talk about on the show is if you're a mannerable person, if you're children, and you can maybe, you know, testify to this or, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a National Manners Day. It's like teach your kids manners. And I feel, Vicky, that you don't have to, I mean, you can teach your kids like, oh, yeah, don't forget to say thank you or say please, right? We're talking about basic stuff here. But is it true, Vicky, that if you are a mannerable parent and your children witness that, will they in turn be mannerable as well? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Our children are a reflection of ourselves and our inner selves. So if we are polite, if we are respectful, if we are good-mannered, our children will also be good-mannered. Our children also will be respectful and polite. So absolutely. Yay. So my preaching is true. 
you don't have to teach manners. There shouldn't even be a National Teacher Children's Man Children Manners Day. Just practice it every day. And you yes, know, exactly. Vicky, I like what I like about um, just when I said earlier in the show, you know, you put people, it's not putting people before you. It's just being thoughtful. I find that in driving Mm -hmm. as well. Like you typically a good driver is someone who is thoughtful. You know, you see someone, they have their blinker on, you let them over. Or if someone doesn't go, as soon as the light turns green, you don't have to honk your horn. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're in LA, right? So you understand. Yes. Yes. Um, but Vicki, what is your, what, what do you see as far as like, you know, things have changed since you just, you started your company, right? Um, from your experience, what is the biggest challenge that most people face when it comes to just being like mannerable and not, I don't know, how, how do I want to position this? Like, what do you find that like that keeps coming up when you, as you're working with clients? Uh, Malina, you already said that respect. Respect. Mm. Respect. Uh, uh, the famous Emily Potts said, the manners are sensitive awareness of the feelings of others. If you have that ma- awareness, you have good manners, no matter which fork you use. Of course, I, I, I uh, uh, agree with this uh, statement 100%. Mm-hmm. Of course, I, w- I could add that it's a good thing to know how uh, to use a fork because it gives you confidence and it uh, shows uh, your classy. Mm. But the first thing is, uh, of course, respect, showing respect. Showing respect to others. And, uh, of course, etiquette applies all aspects of life. Okay. Driving, shopping, golfing, and uh, even uh, even uh, there, there is an etiquette even in jail for inmates. Really? Tell me about so, that. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea, but I know that there are some rules. Uh, We are social creatures, so we live in societies, and uh, uh, people live in different environments, and of course they create some codes, some standards to live harmoniously. And if you break that code, uh, you will uh, have a problem. Okay, so basically you're saying etiquette is a code of, like a a socialization code, so to speak, or like a boundary? Etiquette. Yes, exactly, exactly. And uh, uh, we, of course, we have to teach uh, our children how to make introductions, how to greet people, yes. how to to do it correctly, to exercise good dining manners, to write a thank you note, to exercise uh, good cell phone etiquette. Of course, we have to teach that. Okay, so let's talk about some of those then, Vicky, if you will. Of course. All right, now. One of the biggest things that I like, I love how you greeted us on this call today. And I've never had that. But of course, coming from you, I should expect that because <laughs> I didn't even know like you greet the people that are working on the podcast and just who's putting it all together. Right. But when I get emails from people who don't say, hello, how are you? It's like, are you available to talk today? Is that a form of manners? Like, well, I know it is. I don't even know why I'm asking how do you tell people like, Hey, you should greet me first. Usually I try to lead by example. If, even if I've never met you in my email, I always say, hi, Vicki. Mm-hmm. I hope this message finds you well, or how are you? And then I go into what I have to say. And it is my hope that then you will see that. And then you would re- give reciprocity, if you will. So what do you have to say about email etiquette? Like what are some things that people sh- just should know about, you know, how to be mannerable on email. Um, when uh, we greet people, first of all, we acknowledge them. Mm. So we don't ignore them, right? right? So ignoring a person, it's a very rude thing. Of course, sometimes we can, uh, we, we, we might be shy, and that's why we ignore people. But other people uh, don't know that. They just uh, perceive us as a rude person. And uh, about your question is, um, I can say that my favorite uh, quote is uh, after Lillian Watson. She said, don't deserve your best behavior for special occasions. You can't have, you can't have two set of, uh, sets of manners, two social codes, one for those you admire and want to impress and another for those whom you consider unimportant. Mm. So every person you interact is 
uh, has to be important for you. You have to pay attention to that person. You have to show your interest and your respect to that person. So then you're saying that when you do have, when you're writing an email, you do need to acknowledge the person. Yes, of course. So when you say hello, you are acknowledging a person. When you you are um, giving a meaning to, to your hello. And you have to mean that. You have to be sincere, of course. Okay. To be open. Vicky, how do you feel about, like, do you speak to people on the street? Like when you're walking, do you say hello to people, like people you don't know? Uh, I think it's cultural. Okay. Uh, some, uh, you know, there are some cultures. Uh, I, I, I don't remember who said that, but some cultures are peach cultures, some cultures coconut cultures. So American culture is peach culture. Mm-hmm. So people are talkative. They uh, they greet each other. They uh, they smile to each other very often, and. Um, and uh, you talk with people, and then you say uh, goodbye, and you forget about them. Mm. And uh, but some cultures are coconut cultures, so they will uh, not let you in in their inner circle unless you are a good friend. And when you are a good friend, it's like a coconut milk for you. So they are mm. very loyal, and they will do everything for you, and they expect it from you too. Okay, so again, it's the culture, it's cultural differences. Yes, I think it's cultural thing. Oh, that's good. Okay, because, you know, I, um, speaking of cultural differences, my neighbor a few years ago, um, she's from China, and she invited us over for dinner. And this mm-hmm. was a great lesson for me. We went over, my family and I, and, you know, and, and, um, as an American, when we eat, we talk. And mm-hmm. so, the, I mean, it was this lavish spread, Vicky. It was beautiful. It was like you could tell so much heart went into the preparation of this food. And when we sat at the table and it was time to eat, it was my neighbor, her husband, her parents, and his parents. They didn't look at us at all. They just had their heads down and eating. And my kids, we, we were all looking at each other like, okay, well, I do know that this is Asian culture. They really mm-hmm. enjoy their food. But I felt the need to like have table conversation. And, you know, I just, I kept it light, but it was very uncomfortable for me because I just felt like, wow, this beautiful food. I wanted to comment about how great it was, but nobody really talked. So I said that I probably wouldn't put myself in that position anymore because it just wasn't, I didn't, it, it wasn't ideal to my personality. Like I'm a talker. And I just mm-hmm. can't sit at a table and just look down at my plate and feed my face. So I get what you're saying as far as speaking to someone. Like I sometimes feel that it's rude on my part if someone's approaching me when we're walking and I don't say hello. But oftentimes you, they don't speak back. And that's okay because it could be a cultural difference. Like you said, there's the coconut culture. And then you said the peach culture. Is it a peach? Yes. Okay. Peach culture. Why is it peach? What does that mean? Um, it means that um, you communicate with people easily. We talk with them easily, and it's like a, a soft, uh, tasty part of the spe- uh, of the peach. And then there, there is a um, uh, stone of the peach inside of it because you. It, it means that um, they are not your close friends. Something mm. is closed in you for them. Okay. This is the difference. Okay. It's, uh, please don't perceive it negatively because okay. there are no bad or good cultures. Okay. They are just different. Yeah. They are just different perception of life, of time, of uh, community, and uh, individuality, power, and things like that. Okay. So there's no right or wrong, good or bad. No. It's just different. No. Absolutely no. No. Okay. All right, so Vicky, we're talking about children, and you mentioned the thank you notes. Can you tell me a little bit about that? I mean, can we just send an email, or can we send a an electronic card? For can our children do that to the grandparents, or do they need to write a thank you note, and why? The um, the absolute winner is a handwritten uh, note, handwritten thank you note. If we are talking about uh, thank you notes, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, this is the absolute uh, winner. Uh, good written thank you note on a decent stationery. Mm. 
and especially if we get an invitation uh, on a postcard. But of course, we know that the world is more casual today. Mm-hmm. And I would say, if someone send you an uh, e card, so how to to answer to that? Mm-hmm. You send your thank you note. First choice, handwritten thank you note. The second choice is email. Oh, okay. Or personal call. If someone send you invitation uh, through text message. First choice is uh, handwritten thank you note. <laughs> Second choice is um, replying text. through text message. Interesting. I I like you said that the first choice is always that's the winner is the handwritten thank yes. you note. Yes. If you want to impress people, if you want to um, to make an impression that will last, so the thank you note is a must. Okay. And so that's something we should be talking to our children about or teaching them. You know, you do say thank you because yes. I yes, had to course. I really have to coach my kids in the sense that when they someone gives them something, especially for birthdays, you know, they enjoy it. They're excited. And I'm like, well, did you say thank you? You know, you need to do a, send a note, give a call. And usually they do. They call like when they were younger, they would be so excited about doing notes. But now it's like, you know, my 14 year old is like, well, can I just call? And I said, OK, fine. Yeah. You can call, but okay. it, you need to acknowledge it because you, you know, you were expecting the gift and you received it. So you need to acknowledge the yes, person yes. for taking the time. Uh, sometimes, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Sometimes we can do, uh, we can, uh, if it's a close person, we can write something from ourselves and then our children can add to that note. Oh, okay. It will teach them to do that. So write something, like on our stationery, you can write the note and then let the child yes. write their little piece yes. as well. Oh, yes. I like that for younger yes. kids. Yeah, because it trains them. Like yes, that. it will be the first uh, step, and they uh, then uh, they will uh, learn that this is what you should do. Okay. Vicki, what are your thoughts on um, something that I, it's a habit for me? When I'm out with my kids and someone does something, I'll say, I'll tell, like, say, for instance, someone does something for my son. I don't know, maybe give him, um, like, let him go first in line or whatever, or compliment him. I'll say, say, thank you. And now he's to the point, he's like, can you please stop saying that? Like, I know to say thank you. Is it important? Like, is it, is that something we should tell our children, like, remind, like, in front of? Because I think for what's going on for me is I'm really trying to protect my ego in a sense, like, to let the person know that I want my child to say thank you. And there's a sense of fear, like they're not going to say thank you. And now he's older. So he's like, I know to say thank you. But when, when we're dealing with younger kids, should we tell them in front of the person, like say, thank you. How do you feel about that? Of course we have to say thank you. And uh, if um, you feel that your child is too shy, Mm -hmm. you say thank you instead of him or her. And then that will teach them that uh, it's a correct way to interact with people, to be gratitude, to show your gratitude. Because sometimes we feel uh, that we uh, we feel that gratitude, but we don't show that. So, Mm -hmm. yes, thank you. It's very important. And it's very important to say thank you at home. Okay. Okay. Please uh, bring me a glass of water. Thank you. uh, Thank you for the dinner, Mom. It was delicious. My children never tell me thank you, Vicky. Okay, so I tell I need to I need to explain to them that they should say thank you at home. Yes, of course. Wow, of I course we have to that. be uh, uh, we have to be uh, we have to show gratitude uh, to our closest people, to people whom we love and cherish. Okay, okay, I got it. I like that. So, Vicky, what would say to end our conversation? For parents listening, what would you say are the three main, uh, I guess, etiquette or manners that we should we should practice in today's world? The top three or four for a bonus. The top three. Mm, I would say that, first of all, respect to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Second of all, respect to our family. And third one is respect to our friends and uh, neighbors, people who who are around us. So it is all about respect. 
Respect. And uh, of course, there is a thing that um, if we see at, that someone broke etiquette rule, don't say anything to them. So it's the first rule of etiquette to not say anything to those uh, to those people. Wait, when they break when they break the res- if they're not yes. respectful, yes. don't say anything to them. Yes, yes, yes. When uh, when you see someone broke the rule, the etiquette rule, and sometimes we feel aggravated or annoyed. And this is the symptom that someone broke an etiquette rule around you. But don't say anything. Why? This is a polite way to do. So don't make them lose faith. Oh, so you don't call anyone out? No. Oh. Okay, well, let me flip that. I know you're giving us so that basically the theme is respect when it comes to etiquette or being a mannerable person, being respectful, right? What happens when yes. someone calls you mm-hmm. out? What if they don't? They aren't aware of the respect rule, but they call you out because you forgot to be respectful. How do you respond to that? Yes, I know. I know it's an irony, right? Mm-hmm. Um, often people who don't know that they broke the rule, they need the they need the, the, those etiquette classes. Uh, but it's not about them; it's about you. Okay. It's about your class, it's about uh, your perception of others, and it's about your politeness, about your about your good manners. Mm. So you don't have to act out? No. Okay. Uh, what I mean is uh, not in the streets, not in public. Okay. Wow. That's a lot of self-control. A lot yes. of self the world, exactly. can you imagine if, if somebody cuts you off in traffic or they take your parking space at the mall and you not get upset? No, 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 no. no. We're, not talk, uh, we're not talking about that. Of course you can, uh, of course you should stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I'm talking about um, someone did something wrong mm-hmm. and uh, just don't don't uh, take a, a high road okay okay on on that uh, interaction with a person just to, uh, take a high road don't low yourself okay because then you stay within your re- in, in the mind frame of being respectful cuz that's respecting them as a person no you are you are respecting yourself oh okay that's deep, Vicky. Okay. So respect. That's the, the top thing. The top etiquette thing is respect. Respect for other cultures, respect for others, respect for yourself mostly. Yes, first of all, respect for yourself. Respect. If you respect yourself, you don't you will not do bad things. Okay. Vicky, tell us how we can get in touch with you at Universal Etiquette. And if you have any special classes coming up, you're located in Glendale, correct? Yes, I'm located in Glendale. Uh, I don't have public classes, but uh, I can can offer uh, private sessions for children, for adults, for families. It's uh, very good when families uh, learn etiquette all together. And uh, my website is www.universaletiquette.com and my email is info at universaletiquette.com. My uh, phone number is 818-244-0770. Awesome. Well, it has been a pleasure and really um, eye-opening to have this conversation with you today, Vicki. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. It's and I wish all of you a good day, a wonderful weekend. Yes. And be respectful. And be respectful. <laughs> Thank you, Vicky. It's been a pleasure. I'll talk it was to a you pleasure soon. for me, too. All right. Thank you. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. All right. So there you have it. Very simple. Again, we talked about this earlier. You know, you try to make it so I'm thinking she's going to say, you know, make sure you're, I know she talked about writing the thank you note. So that's something I really want to um, work on with my children is getting better with writing thank you notes because 
we typically don't do that as often as I would like. I know growing up, we would always have to write thank you notes. Like my mom made sure, but I know for sure that not to use it as an excuse, but with the, you know, text messaging and email and FaceTime and all those, you know, um, digital, the digital component has advanced since my childhood. So, you know, we, we, it's always good to go back to the, get back to the basics and teach our children some old school things. And like one of the things Vicki shared from universal etiquette is a handwritten note. Like if you are trying to impress <laughs> or you really want to leave a mark or make an impression or an impact, a handwritten note is always best. So I, I, I do know I used to do that. And now I kind of fell away from it. So that's a good wake up call for me. But I can say that respect and, you know, you heard what she said as far as when someone is they fallen out of being respectful or, you know, for whatever reason, they're 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 they've been disrespectful to you to not call them out, to not um, tell them. And that's see, that's the part. Like, I'm, I'm not confrontational, but I really wanted to expound on that more about, you know, can you imagine, like, if more people did that? Because usually that's how confrontations start. You know, somebody thinks you did them wrong or whatever, and they're going to tell you about it. And then, I mean, that's not going to help anything, and it usually doesn't. It escalates into something bigger. So I think that's a great um, tool to have in your toolkit, you know, just to respect yourself first. And that's what she said, you know, it's like, well, remember I was like well if you don't tell them that they're being disrespectful is that to um protect them or whatever she's like no it's to it's to protect you it's to um show respect to yourself that's powerful I've I've that's very powerful to me so if you're just tuning in it's Melina Jackson at Family Planet 365 we just finished talking to Vicki K um from Universal Etiquette And she gave us basically some tools about, you know, just cultural etiquette and being mannerable and and showcasing etiquette, you know, in front of our children, because she did back me up on this. So I will continue to say that you don't have to teach your children manners. You know, there's, you know, every day of the week, there's a national something day. And it just really irked me when there were so many people on Twitter and all these moms groups like, Oh, today is teach your children manners day. And I'm like, you don't have to teach your children manners if you are a mannerable parent, because children do what you do, not what you say. But I think the biggest thing for me is the takeaway are writing the thank you notes. And um, let's all go out between now and next week, next Friday, when I meet you back here and let's get some stationery and start writing some thank you notes. When people do something nice or give us a gift or whatever, Let's get back to handwritten notes. I mean, do we even know how to write anymore? Because we text. I noticed like in elementary school, they don't even teach cursive anymore. It's like, oh, bring your bring your laptop, you know. And with that said, I need to make sure that my children know how to write. You know, they have to do math and everything. But for the most part, everything is on the laptop. So it's important um, for that we not forget these simple yet impactful um, tactics on how to maneuver through this world and and make a difference in people's lives. And um, Vicki talked about the different cultures, you know, the coconut culture is more, um, it's not as easy to get into the circle. Like if you have friends or whatever, it takes a little more. But once you get into that coconut culture, it's like, we're really, we're, we're solid. You know, this isn't a flaky friendship. I'm going to do for you. I'm loyal to you. You're loyal to me. Whereas um, the American society is more of a peachy culture where we kind of flaky, you know, like one year I might be your friend, next year I'm not your friend. And I get that. I actually, I mean, being an American, I'm okay with that because uh, we get to, you know, we get to choose and it's not so serious to me. And and I'm saying that because that's what I know. But like she said, there's no right or wrong, good or bad culture. It's just understanding the different cultures and respecting them. So I hope you were able to get some great takeaways from that. And remember, you can reach Vicki at Universal Etiquette. She, um, her website is really good, too. She has a lot of great resources on there. So I encourage you to take a look. And if you have not already subscribed to Family Planet 365, please do because iTunes will send you a 
cool notification when a new episode comes up so you don't have to worry about oh did I listen live because here at LA Talk Radio you can listen live I invite you to do that and you can also get the archive um, show on LA Talk Radio but iTunes is cool because you can rate the show and if you are enjoying what you're hearing which I'm sure you are I would encourage you to leave a five-star review and share this information share the show have more people find us especially parents because I think it's important that we have our circle and we create this tribe of enlightened empowered uplifting parents so that we mold the next generation right because children can only really go as far as their resources as far as far as what's available to them so my goal here at Family Planet 365 is to serve as a resource to today's families so that uh, it's for the sake of family, it's for the sake of the next generation, it's for the sake of every single household out there who has children in it because children are our future. You know, I should play that song one day. I don't even know if you all know this song, but the late Whitney Houston has this amazing song, um, The Greatest Love of All. And, oh my gosh, I'm about to go down a rabbit hole. I better stop myself. But that song came out when I was in the third grade, and I just remember... She starts out, I believe the children are our future. And that song just resonates with me because it's so important that we as parents, not that we're perfect, we're not perfect, we're people, right? But that we do put our best selves forward so that our children can witness that and they can go forth and be great because we have that power. So um, definitely subscribe, share, like, um, leave a review, five-star review, and tune in and give me some show ideas. I have a lot on my own, but I'm open. Now, you know, this is our last show for April. Can you believe it? And next month is Mother's Day. So I am looking forward to featuring some very cool moms next month. And we're just going to talk about motherhood and, you know, what it's like for us and what's worked for us and what hasn't worked for us. So be sure to tune in every Friday at noon Pacific Standard Time to Family Planet 365 because it's going to be all about moms in May. I was about to say March. Moms in May. So that's our show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will catch you next time. Remember, you can have it all no matter what. Peace. You're listening to Family Planet 365 with Melina Jackson, only on L.A. Talk Radio.